So there was a mastermind that I joined in 2019 and that mastermind uh, taught me about podcast monetization. And the weird thing that I learned from that mastermind is that we can actually monetize the podcast without any audience. That's right, without any listeners, without any downloads. So I know, I know it's weird, right? Because before joining that mastermind, all I ever know about monetization is that I need an audience or listener. Uh, you know, because that that was the only way to make money, right? So that's that's what I so that's what I learned before joining that mastermind. But it turns out there are other methods, and this method has never been used by many podcasters before. Okay, so the keyword here is never been used by many. Not it's not have never been used, but not a lot, not many podcasters use this yet. Okay, so in this episode, Jace and I will walk you through how to monetize your podcast even without a listener. Okay, without without any audience. So. And we also cover how to monetize it if you have listeners or an audience. Okay. So anyway, this is the second part of the whole conversation. So check out the previous episode if you want to double your money today. All right. So before we begin here, I want to give you a very special gift. Why? It's because you are here with me. Okay. But you can only know what that special gift is after you listen to the end. All right. So buckle up and enjoy the ride. So here are some of the biggest questions when it comes to content marketing. Why does the content that gets tons of likes and comments does not make more money than the one with a few likes? And why do some influencers with more than 10,000 followers are still broke while the ones with a few hundreds only make a fortune? And how come the content that is so good still cannot make people buy while the simplest one can? Well, today, people are obsessed with the number of followers, likes, and comments whenever they put on a content. And the truth is, those things are what makes people broke. So, how do these successful marketers create content that generates money? Those are the questions, and on this podcast, you'll find the answers. I'm your host, Ashraf, and you're listening to Content Marketing Hacks. Okay, anyway, um, okay, so back to the question of uh, planning your content. You plan your content, uh, you put a, the, the graphic uh, on your Instagram, on your Facebook, and, uh, and all of this uh, sort of place. And uh, so, uh, you know, how do you, you know, um, how do I say this? <laughs> I'm trying to come up with the right words, actually. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, uh, okay, so I, I saw your podcast. You have a lot of episodes about uh you, you talk about Pinterest ad, you talk about, uh, how, sh- how this one person made like 180 grand, uh, per year, right? And yeah. all sort of, uh, different kinds of, uh, monetization. So how do you, how do you plan to monetize the, the, the audience? Did you, did you use that podcast to monetize the, the guests, as you said, uh, before that you, that you have your way to, you know, sell your production? Yeah. The, the, the company. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, there's a few different ways and, and kind of the, the first three that I had mentioned are the, my, my plan for this podcast, right? So it's, uh, one monetizing the guests. Um, so if I feel like a guest needs some sort of, you know, service that I have, 
uh, you know, after the interview or in a week, you know, I'll follow up with them mm. um, and just say, Hey, you know, I noticed you said this, I do X, like, would it be, would it make sense to have a conversation to see if it's a good fit, see if I can help you out, you know, very non threatening, right. Cause you don't want them. You don't want them to be off putted by a sales pitch from yeah. the guest. So you got to treat your guest uh, wisely. Like with, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and then the second part is um, sponsorships. So I had, I've sold a sponsorship that was kind of correlated with the virtual sponsor, uh, virtual event that I hosted. And then they got a, a spot on my podcast for a while as well. Uh, and I'll be mm-hmm. reaching out to other people with affiliates and, and those kinds of stuff. Uh, and then my, own services as well. So I've kind of been head down production mode and a lot of um, working with my team on the operational side. I haven't had too much of the selling side in the last month, but now we're getting kind of getting our processes down for the new hires and, and new podcasts that I'm working with. So uh, we'll be focused more on monetization monetization on on that podcast and my other podcast uh here this summer yeah. uh, but those will be the three ways through um guests through my own services uh and then through sponsorships but the the thing you got to think about on any of your content is like what levels of engagement can people have with you um, and then how do you track that into a potential sell, right? So there's some people out here that uh, that are going to listen to this that have, you know, maybe a five, ten, fifty dollar product, and it doesn't take a lot of warming up to do f- to sell that product because it's very low risk as far as monetary value. But if you're selling something where it's like a thousand dollars a month package for th- you know three months or six months, that's quite a bit of a, a commitment. Uh, or even $500 or $250. Uh, you know, that's quite a commitment. So how can you warm that prospect up to potentially sell to them later? So that's what I'm doing a lot with my podcast now is I, I don't hard sell necessarily on my podcast or on like my networking interactions and stuff, I invite people to get closer to me. Um, So I have a podcast uh, Facebook group, Podcasters Connections. If you just search that on Facebook, that'll pull up. And where people can interact with me directly, you know, I'm in there daily asking questions, um, getting kind of a beat on who's doing what. And I'm hosting these networking events and then uh, collecting emails through uh, all these channels. So then um, I can send out an email then that says, hey, I have an opening for, you know, X amount of clients uh, this month. You know, is anybody interested mm-hmm. of taking that podcast production off their plate? You know, those kinds of things. And then I sell to them there. So it's not necessarily always that they listen to my podcast. They send me an email and say, hey, I want to buy your services. Right. But they can mm-hmm. listen to my podcast, say, oh, I should join his Facebook group, join this Facebook group. When you see, you know, when you're asking the, the answering the questions to get into the Facebook group, you see, oh, leave your email if you want, you know, this free PDF. 
and then they leave their email. Now they're on my email list. So the next time I send out an email that says, hey, I have this service available, you know, then they buy or potentially buy. Uh, so wow. that's kind of the process that I use. Wow, that is so smart, actually, because first you get the, the person to join your community and the second one, you get the email address. So, yeah, that's a smart move. <laughs> yeah, I, I, are you familiar with Pat Flynn? Yeah, yeah. So he has this book called Superfans and um, yep. how most people think of sales is kind of a top of the funnel is the widest and then the bottom of the funnel is like the smallest. So meaning that you have a bunch of people who know you and then a very small of people that actually buy from you, right? So it's big up here and then um, small down there when they actually get to buy. Um, if you can picture it as like an upside down pyramid. Now he takes that from the opposite approach where is you're building up the levels um, so, so I'm going to try to explain this without a visual, which is going to be hard. Uh, but if you can, if you imagine <laughs> like a triangle okay, and you so have it's like a, a triangle, yeah, you have your triangle okay, and then you have the big base at the bottom. Yeah. That's anybody who knows yeah. your name or your business name, they go into that bottom of the triangle. Right. And then the top of the All triangle, right. that's the person that loves your brand, shares your brand, tells everybody about your brand. If somebody um, mentions like so podcast editing services, mm -hmm. if somebody would say, hey, I need to find a podcast editor, they would actively tell that person to go check you out. That's called a super fan, right? So it's, and that is the most powerful marketing piece that you could ever have. So with my content, I move people up that pyramid to get to the super fans. So they start on my podcast, they hear my voice, you know, they know me, or maybe they don't even start on my podcast. They start on my Instagram feed and they see a clip of a podcast episode that I have. Okay. Now they know that my company, my being exists. If they click onto mm -hmm. that podcast and they go listen to the podcast, now they hear my voice for 20 yeah. minutes. So now they have a, maybe the next time they see perfect my podcast, they're like, Oh, that's Jace's company. You know, that's the next level up to say, okay, I have, I can remember this person. Right. And then yeah. they join my community and they're like, Oh, this guy's really involved in the podcasting and stuff. And so then they're like, up. okay, trust. I trust him now. Right. Uh, they keep listening to my podcast. They interact with me. They do a one-on-one. -on -one. Mm. I do lunches, um, virtual lunches. I just have lunch with podcasters. Um, they can schedule that through uh, mm -hmm. several different areas <laughs> that I have online. Um, and then, so maybe they have lunch with me. Now they know me. They know what I'm about. They know my mission. Uh, now they're a super fan. So it's moving people up there. And then those Whoa. are the, the super fans are going to be the people that sell for you uh, as well. So that that's the goal of content, basically. Yeah, that's wow. That's that's powerful. Uh, I actually learned that kind of triangle, but not from Pat Flynn. Um, I learned that from Johnny Numerous, but it's the same kind of that. You know, it's, yeah. it's basically like how to 
how to take some how to take uh, someone from stranger to fans you know to being a fan yeah, yeah so yeah that's a great perspective from pat flynn uh yeah love that so um so how do you you know how do you bring uh, you say that you you um do you have a campaign in your email that leads to sale you, you say that you uh you do a soft selling so yeah how do you how do you go with that so my take on email is selling is annoying in email yeah. <laughs> where and what i mean okay. by that is if you get an email from a company 99% of the time it's like buy this or yeah 50% off you know it's going away tomorrow or yeah. you know things like that and and that just like it gets just noisy in the inbox right so i and i actually learned this so the email marketing show um I'm blanking on the names right now, but just go if okay. you're if you're into uh, if you want to learn more about email marketing. Who I kind of follow is the email marketing show. Those guys, um, they're okay. hilarious. They're very knowledgeable. Uh-huh. Um, but it's keeping your emails short so they're enjoyable to read, and people don't just see an email from you and delete because it's going to take ten minutes to read. Right. So I try to mm-hmm. take. My email's always readable in under 90 seconds. If you can read my email in under 90 seconds, I'm doing my first job. The second wow. job is I never try to sell through my email. Um, I still have a call to action, but I'm not trying to say, buy my services and, and here's why. I say, here's a story that you might relate to here's Mm. something I'm inviting you to participate in. So for example, when I send an email about my podcast that just released on Wednesday, I might send an email on Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday, depending on how busy I am that week. But Mm. the email will be kind of a short story, basically of like, hey, can you relate to say my, my latest episode on Pinterest ads. Um, you know, this guy was talking about Pinterest. Uh, so can you relate to, you know, trying a bunch of marketing services and, and strategies and tactics that you just didn't have any traction with? Well, you know, Mark Reed did as well. And he, lo and behold, he went to Pinterest. And who would have thought that Pinterest uh-huh. would actually give him return uh, on investment for podcasting, but it did. And he tells this whole story in this podcast. So if you're at the point where like you need another strategy or you're interested in Pinterest ads, like this is the podcast for you. Um, you can listen to it here basically. And then, you know, it takes them to a link where they can listen to it. So it's really short and, you know, a powerful message that somebody can relate to rather than just saying, you know, Hey there, I released another podcast episode. This is what it's about. And, you know, blah, blah, blah. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. You know, make it about them. Um, Mm -hmm. And then the last thing that I do is in my signature, I have different links where people can connect with me more. So uh, I have a link to join my Facebook group. So if you're not in my Facebook group, you can go join that. I have a link to my all my social medias, to my website. 
I'm about to put in a, a link that says, you know, schedule a lunch with me where I'm doing these lunches with uh, four podcasters at a time every day because I eat lunch by myself. So I might as well eat it with other people <laughs> virtually. Uh, oh, wow. So, you know, just things like that. That you have lunch. What was that? Uh, you have a virtual lunch with your Yeah, uh, yeah virtual members? lunch. Uh, That's awesome. So people just log in and it's <laughs> like this. Sometimes we do video, sometimes we don't, depending on what we're eating. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, okay. Maybe maybe that, that can work for, uh, you know, for UK or US people, because if they are from Asia, then it's hard to, to, to have lunch with you. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be hard because of the timing. Uh, right. But, yeah. you know, you're that's right for me because of my audience, right? It, it might not be right for everybody. Uh, so just finding ways where you can connect with your community. That's, that's what I try because if you have a personal relationship with me and then you get an email from me saying, Hey, you know, if, if you're just sick and tired of podcasting service or podcast editing, doing it yourself, you really have to, you know, two options. One, you can quit podcasting, um, and you know, if you like it, then why, <laughs> why would you do that? Um, mm -hmm. and then two is hire somebody else. You know, I'm ha I have three openings, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever. Um, but now you're more likely to open that email because it's, you have a personal connection with me and you're more likely to either respond or schedule something with me because of that. So I, I treat email as like a, a soft, selling it's never like trying to annoy people basically that's my point yeah there. yeah that's that's powerful okay uh and uh you know i'm i'm really curious how do you bring traffic to your podcast you know because we want uh basically people want more listeners so they can convert them into yeah, buyers yeah. so yeah how, how do you bring more listeners yeah um man there's there's several ways and it, it's hard to it's hard to put blanket statements on mm -hmm. what your pod for any podcast because every podcast is different because every audience is different right yeah. my uh, my podcasting podcast is has a way different audience than my science of sports recovery podcast mm -hmm. so like most athletes, fitness, like there's a, a high fitness culture on Instagram. So I do a lot of my promoting of that podcast, the science of sports recovery on Instagram, where there's more of a business culture on LinkedIn. So I do most of my um, podcasting podcast promotion on LinkedIn. And then the... Yeah, I, I mean, we could talk for days about promoting wow. your podcast, uh, okay. but it would you would you want to go down the free route or like the paid route? Okay, how about the free route only? <laughs> okay, okay. So the okay. free route, there's the obviously posting stuff on social, so creating mm -hmm. at least one piece of content from the podcast that you already done, uh, and posting like a short video or image daily. Right. Cause then you're seeing daily. what is actually, yeah, daily because you're getting, Ooh. you know, one more practice at creating content, which is going to, you know, just make you a better content creator. Uh, but two is not everybody logs into 
LinkedIn or Instagram every single day. You know, so、mm. there's a fear about producing too much content because then you'll become like this spammy guy or or whatever. That's kind of the perception of it. But in reality, you're the only one that sees all of your content, right? So I like with my one. Podcast, Science of Sports Recovery podcast. We have a forty-five minute episode, and then I take that into、um, three different quote graphics, five different videos,、um, and then two stories and an episode cover. So you're talking seven, ten, eleven、um, plus YouTube and podcast. So like twelve、uh, different pieces of content that go on、um, Instagram,、uh, you know, LinkedIn, Facebook. Pinterest, they can go on、oh. all this.、Oh. Um, that seems like a lot, right? That's like forty different places that you're posting、yeah. content over the course of a, a week, and sometimes it's more than that. But I'm the only one that sees all that, right? If somebody's using Pinterest, that could be their go-to social media, and they don't ever see me on LinkedIn, Instagram,、mm. or Facebook. Vice versa on all those other ones. The other thing is they might just log in once a week. They might log in twice a week, you know. So it seems like a lot more than what people are actually seeing on that. So that's why I say to do it daily. You're going to get better traction. You know what works.、Um, so that's the the pot the producing content strategy posted on social. The other free way is、um, utilizing your guests. So you have a guest on the show today, right? Uh, treating that guest in a way that they're going to share it is going to give you by far the best、um, free like traffic to your podcast because you are if they share it on their social medias, then you're getting their audience. And as long as you don't have a huge overlap, which most people don't, of audiences. You're gonna attract new people to your podcast, right? So if you land a guest that has you know 500k Instagram followers or whatever, and they put a story and say, "Hey, I was just on this podcast. Swipe up to hear hear it." You get yeah like immediate traffic to your podcast.、Um, so th- then the question is, how do you get guests to share your content? Right.、Uh-huh. Well, one is you know, the obvious tagging them in the content that you're pr- producing daily, or you know, at least semi-daily.、Um, you know, emailing them when the episode comes out, saying, "Here's the link to the web page. Here's a link to you know, if you want to embed it into your website, you know, this, this, and that. And here's all the the、um, assets that I created from the podcast." So hand that to you,、uh, and then say you know promote if you want. If not, that's fine.、Uh, no pressure.、Uh, don't ever like pressure them to to share it because、yeah. one, it it just rubs them the wrong way. Because if they're doing a lot of podcasts, they can't possibly share everything.、Um, mm-hmm. And then two is if you know, then it becomes awkward if like they didn't like the interview experience or stuff, and they don't want to share it because of that. Um, you know that could be an issue too. So,、yeah. bottom line is, like, be professional, provide a good interview experience, and then follow up with them afterwards. Here's assets. Here's make it easy to share 
for them. So um, those, I, I would say those are probably the, the two biggest ways for, for free. Um, unless if you can like get speaking gigs and, and that kind of stuff, like speak on stage places um, or do collaborations where I know I haven't ever done it myself, um, but I know podcasters that will say like, here, put this ad in your podcast and I'll put an ad for your podcast in my podcast. So then you promote each other's podcast. Um, you know, that's another free way. And uh, yeah, I mean, that that's other than that, like if you're already sending emails, like through your job, that kind of stuff, putting a link to your podcast and your signature or in, even in your personal email, um, those kinds of things. I would say that what people are scared to do, but is the most effective right away is literally go through your phone and mm-hmm. text every one of your contacts that might be remotely into your podcast and just say, Hey, I don't know if you know, but I host this podcast. Here's what it's about. Uh, I really appreciate your support. If you know, like listen to it and give me some feedback, or I think you'd be into this because X, Y, Z, or, I would really appreciate a review on, you know, iTunes, Podchaser or whatever. So if they already have that, you know, personal relationship, if they're in your phone, uh, you know, they're more likely to do that and you're more likely to get traction right away. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's actually a lot. <laughs> that's actually <laughs> a lot to comprehend from, you know, from getting traffic to getting uh, a guest to promote the show. Wow. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to, you know, uh, brainstorm everything right, right here. Um, okay. That's, that's a lot. I, I like the, the, the point about getting the guest experience to be, you know, to be good so that they share it to the audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's, that's new for me. Alright, I hope you enjoyed our conversation and got so many golden nuggets. Okay, now that you have listened to the end, I have got a free gift for you. And it's not a masterclass or a webinar or some trainings. Okay, it's a real gift, I promise. Okay, what is it you say? Alright, um, I'm gonna give you a podcast microphone for free. That's right. You heard that right, baby. It's free. I'm going to give you a podcast microphone for free. And if you are doing a podcast, then you may need this microphone, you know. Okay. And keep in mind, I can I can only give 1,000 of this away for free. So get it now before it runs out. So you can get it at bit.ly forward slash free podcast mic. Again, that's bit.ly forward slash free podcast mic the link is in the description below if you don't get it right okay so get it now before it runs out all right now always remember that content creators get slight but content marketers get paid